What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Sheehan Show here on Sherdog.com. Uh, and today I am looking ahead to One Championship's second Amazon Prime video event uh, with a trilogy in the main event of a, of a pretty good card with some very good MMA fights. Again, it has MMA fights. It has bit of kickboxing, Super Bon is in it, uh, there's a bit of submission grappling as well, all of that great stuff, you like all that, I'm going to talk about mostly obviously the MMA today and all, you know, the MMA today I'm going to, I'm going to talk about, but there is some, uh, you know, there is kickboxing as I said, Muay Thai and all of that sort of stuff, so if you like that, you, uh, you know where to find it here as well, but um, I suppose the the double header of cards one six one. If you haven't seen my preview for that, please go and check it out. It it follows the I suppose the glaring success of of the last uh, one, and obviously this being the second Amazon Prime card, it follows the first one. Now, when one championship went to America that time, and they had Daddy Alvarez fight on, and you know it didn't go it didn't go great. You know, it, I I think it was. Uh, it was one of those ones where the results probably didn't go the way they wanted. They probably wanted Eddie to become a star. They wanted Demetrius to become a star. Demetrius ended up losing. Eddie ended up losing as well. But now it feels like Demetrius won the last time. Maybe it'll set up a trilogy. But it was a great, it was a great fight, a fun fight, a great performance. Both guys came out looking well. And now you have your other big star in Angela Lee headlining here in another trilogy with a built-in, I suppose, storyline to, to top this card. So... If Angela Lee wins here, and I, I think I, if I'm not mistaken, then she lose uh, on the, on that card as well. So it was it's one of those ones where it was uh, it was probably a, a triple uh, a triple thread of, of bad things uh, that happened uh, that happened that time uh, on the New Era card. But um, it's I suppose an opportunity that they have taken so far, and we will see how it goes again in the One Championships uh, second Amazon Prime card here. So let's break down these fights and let's talk a little bit uh, about them. Um, and I suppose the first one we we, uh, we will look at is Jingnang Zhang against uh, Angela Lee. Um, uh, Jingnang is obviously won the first fight. Um, Angela Lee won the second fight and now we're going to have the trilogy. The first fight happened back in 2019. It came directly after, I think, was it a motorcycle crash that Angela Lee was in? Um, then the second fight happened, in, that was in March 2019, second fight happened in October 2019, there was, there was that long time out of the cage, Angela Lee didn't fight between that fight and 2022, I think she, did she even have a baby in the middle of all that, if, if, uh, if memory serves me correct, but the pandemic and all, it was very hard for anyone to get fights now, um, Jing Nan did get fights in the middle of that, she fought against Tiffany Teo, who's fighting on the 161 card, uh, as well, she fought in 2021, and she fought uh, earlier this year as well. So she has definitely been more active since that last uh, Angela Lee fight. But to kind of, I suppose, to tell the story of this fight, you have to look at the story of the last two fights. Um, I would say, you know, and it's it's weird. You you look at the the finishing times of the two fights, right? Fifth round one thirty seven, fifth round four forty eight. 
they basically win 10 rounds against each other, but no one went to a decision. You know, they both won inside this in Shang with the, the body shot. Absolutely beautiful. It's, uh, it says body kicks on here. She did her with a couple of kicks, body, but a punches to the body as well. Um, and finished her off that way. And then with the rear naked choke for Angela Lee, uh, in the, uh, in the second fight. But going back and watching all them, I think Angela Lee dominated almost all of both of the fights apart from, Especially, I think, apart from the last round of the first fight, obviously, where she got finished, and parts of the first round of the second fight. And I think there's a reason for that, and we'll get to that as I go through uh, maybe the breakdown here. To look at, uh, I look at uh, Jingnan first, because... I would think the one thing that stands out for her, if you haven't seen her, everyone's probably seen Angela Lee at this stage and, and you know, maybe is uh, is um, a, a little less clued up on Jing Nan. Great cardio. Really, really, really good cardio. But, and here I'm getting straight to the point I'm going to make, is she doesn't let her hands go enough. And I wonder which comes first, the chicken or the egg. Is Does she have great cardio or... Does she have great cardio because she doesn't let her hands go enough? Now, she let her hands go way more in the second fight, and she kept going. So, I don't know, is it as big of an issue as maybe she thinks it is? Maybe it's something, I haven't watched all of her past fights, obviously, but maybe it's something even either in past fights or in the gym that she has struggled with before. But she seems to have great cardio and just doesn't maybe believe in it. I don't know. It's... It's an odd one. It really is an odd one. But whatever happens here, she has to trust it. The only way she's going to win this fight is to trust that. And we'll get more into that in a second. But um, the same comment, she's a former national team boxer. Um, and it shows she is a good boxer. It's very good defensively. And when she throws hands, she can absolutely, uh, absolutely strike very well. You would say Angela Lee is the better grappler. Um, and I think she needs to use that more as well. So I think Xingnan needs to strike more and let her hands loose more. I think Angelina needs to go for more takedowns. She is the bigger fighter. She she won most of the striking, though, I think, in that first fight especially, and at times in the second fight, but mostly in the first fight. I just think, because Xingnan didn't throw. She just didn't throw. She kind of just waited and waited and waited. Um, Lee ended up getting a takedown in round four, and you, I think it was one of those ones, like... <coughs> It's almost a fight where both, or our both fights even, especially the first one, though, both ladies showed what they could do, but didn't do it enough. Lee showed she could get a takedown in that fourth round. In the fifth round, Jing Nan showed that she could let her hands go and have success there, but didn't do it enough. Um, in the second fight, again, you saw it. Lee was able to get takedowns. And you could she showed that she was better on the ground. She got a big suplex in the fifth after getting kind of hurt herself. And in she got the rear naked choke late. But as I said there, she got hurt herself and went for the suplex. Jingnan was losing the fight almost before she went for it. Now, she went for it early in the fifth, but then kind of backed away a little bit. And I really think this is a fight. You know, you see 10 rounds have happened basically between the, the two of these ladies, and you're probably thinking, well, we've seen all we can see from the both of them. I really think both of them can fight so much better. Now, having said that, obviously they're a bad matchup for each other, you know? Uh, Jingnan doesn't want to strike too much because she knows Lee has good takedowns but good cardio as well and can keep going late. Lee maybe doesn't want to um, 
you know, wreck her cardio, give Jing Nan the ability to take over late and land the shots like she did uh, in the first fight, and she doesn't want to kind of jump in with strikes either to give Jing Nan the ability to kind of get things going. And I think Angela Lee is more of a pressure-based fighter anyway, but it serves her well uh, in this because it stops Jing Nan getting those strikes off. Whereas Jing Nan, as I said at the start, and I said throughout, I think she needs to let those strikes go to win this fight. So it's, it, you know, it is a bit of a catch twenty two situation. I, I, I'm not being glib about it or anything by saying both of them can fight better, but at the same time they can. And I think there's someone here later on. I, I remember writing in my notes that they're very, and we will get there in a second, but they're very brave in what they do and almost reckless to a fault. I think, especially for Jing Nan, I think you need that here because she has lost probably eight of the the the, the nine point seven five rounds that have happened here and she's going to need to change things up more look it's probably going to decision here but the, the, the past two fights almost went to decision we're probably doing the same here and we know the way one championship scored obviously they scored a fight as a uh, as a whole if the last two had gone to a decision and the way angela lee was kind of dominating those fights she probably would have won now obviously there were finishes in both of them and you you can't discount them obviously but if they hadn't happened i think that's the way it would have gone if you're looking at it from Jing Nan's point of view and you're thinking, okay, what does she change? As I said, let the hands go a little bit more. I just think she needs to to stop uh, Angela Lee's pressure by whatever means necessary. And you don't even have to let your hands go more to do that. I think she needs to circle more, move more, get out more, get away from that fence more. Don't let Angela Lee push you up. The easiest way to do that for someone who's a former national uh, boxer, jab your way out of it. Jab your way out of it. Stop her getting that pressure. I don't think Angela Lee is like the best counter striker in the world in terms of you throw a jab and she's going to counter with a big right hand. Now, I'm sure she has that in her locker, but it's I think if you move your head well, if you're good defensively there after throwing that jab, I don't think Angela Lee is that's I don't think that's her best weapon. She's very very good at other things, but I think that's a way to to solve the problem here for Jing Nan. Um, and for Lee, obviously, you have to get that pressure. You have to push her forward. I, I, I look, if Jing Nan can do that, if she can jab her way out, circle her way out, and stop Lee putting on the pressure, I think she'll win this fight. If Lee can keep putting on the pressure, I think it'll be a close fight, but she'll win it like the last time and the time before that she'll be winning it. And I think if Angela Lee can add more takedowns, I think she'll win the fight well. So it really, you know, I, I, I might be a hedge of my bets here, and I'll give my pick in a second, but... It's a really a fight that can go any of three ways. It can be close, Jing Nan can win it well, or Angela Lee can win it well. And that's a what what else do you want from a fight? I think that's I think that's exactly what you want from a fight. And I think that's a fascinating thing to even think of uh when uh when any fight comes up. So, you know, I'm looking forward to it and I think it'll be uh, very, very fun. If I was to predict it, um I, I just do you know what? If Angela Lee is too aggressive, maybe after the last fight, or too co- cocky is not the right word, but you know, confident, confident is the word. If she's too confident with her hands and with her clinch, I think she might pay here because uh, Jing Nan hits hard. She can hit hard, and she can. She when she does land her shots, she's very, very good. And if she you know, if she does let her hands go for two rounds instead of one round last time, or three rounds instead of the one round last time, Angelique could be in a whole load of trouble. But I think if Angelique goes in with that smart game plan of getting more takedowns, I think it's her fight to win. 
I think that is easier to do than what I'm asking of Jinan. I think that's easier to work the jab and stop Angela Lee's pressure because the pressure is so good. Um, the higher weight class now here as well. The last one, I believe, was down at, and we know the weight class, you know, one championship, it's it's the weight above, but the weight down, if you get what I mean. But this one is at flyweight, but 115 for them. Um, and the last one was at... 105 for them but straw it for us if you want if you want to put it that way right so this is up away class again i think now the last time i, I believe the last time uh jingnan won when it was at this weight class so but but this is a different fight you know this is the third fight this is not the first fight i think that will benefit angelique the size Indeed, she is the bigger fighter anyway, but the ability to use that size and use that extra 10 pounds, I think is really going to benefit her. And uh, yeah, I think uh, I think I'll go for Anjali. I think the grappler will win it and uh, add in more takedowns. And I think she will uh, she will get the job done here. Um, Right. The next fight on the card, probably my favorite fighter in one championship um, stamp, Fairtex, non stamp uh, against uh, Jinjin Radzuin. Um it's you know very hard to see Jinin uh, win in this one or Jihin even win in this one. Um, she's a very square striker, but in I would say in a good way for offensively. <laughs> anyway, um, you never know which hand is coming, and I, she's a, I don't think I've really seen a fighter like her before. She's a very a kind of. A boxing oriented, I would say, but not even your regular boxer. Maybe an odd boxer. Uh, you never know. As I said again, you'll never know which hand is coming. You never know if it's a jab from kind of a, an adjusted southpaw position, a jab from an adjusted orthodox position, a right hand or a left hand from the adjusted either orthodox or southpaw. Very, very interesting the way she fights. She's nice leg kicks as well. She has very good combinations. Um, but I would say that square stance hurts her defensively or not. She eats a lot of strikes right down through the middle and is very open for the takedown as well. Um, she's only 24 years of age, you know, but has some good wins. She beat Hirata last time out. She's beaten uh, Mei Yamauchi. So some, as I said, very, very good wins on her on her ledger to date. Um, I would look at the finishing rate and be kind of like two submissions, one knockout and five decisions. Against someone like Stamp, I think that is going to be an issue because, uh, you know, she has five finishes in her eight fights and, you know, she's three decisions, but one of them, uh, two of them came in a row when she kind of came into the, uh, maybe climbed the ranks a little bit in uh, in one championship. She is very, very, very good, really talented, uh, lovely movement on her feet. Lovely outside leg kick, a really top athlete, lovely knees inside, very good body lock takedowns, very good on top. But like, she is a, a knockout in one championship, I think, in 19 seconds in her MMA debut. It was in the one championship Warrior Series. And I think, uh, I think Rich, wasn't it? I think it was a stamp that Rich Franklin discovered, and he's like, we have to get her in here. And she's been very, very good uh, to date since that. She lost Angela Lee last time out, but gave her hell for a while. And I don't think that's the last time that fight will happen, if I'm being honest. Um, she's beaten uh, Ritu Fogat as well the time before that. that uh, Ritu is fighting on the 161 card um, as well, and she's a, she's a good fighter. But I, I would have to pick Stamp here. I just... I think the difference in this one will be that 
I suppose the more fundamental striking versus the kind of the different or quirky striking, which I think is like I like her style. I I like uh, Jean's style, and I like the way she does. And I think it'll actually give her a lot of success throughout her career. But I don't think it will against someone with the skill and classiness of a stamp. You know, it's all well and good being that kind of the different striker, but there's a reason why the fundamentals are the fundamentals, you know? And there's a reason why the great fighters are always the ones with the great fundamentals. And I think you get to that level and you see it. And I think she will see it now at this level. And I think uh, I think Stamp will... She'll be landing that jab down through the middle. I think she'll land a few head kicks. It's, it's up to Jihin, I think, to push her back and land her shots and make her pay. I really think it is. And it's a... Honestly, this... This could be an absolute barn burner. It really could. Because Ji Hin, uh, she, she can take a shot as well. She absolutely can take a shot. And uh, if Stamp can land a few and she can take a few, well, you know, we're in for fun. The one thing about Ji Hin as well, like I said it about um, uh, Jing Nan in, in the last fight, she doesn't let her hands go enough. I think Ji Hin is almost the opposite. You know, she maybe, I wouldn't say she lets him go too much, but she lets him go a lot and uh, is a very, very, very good fighter. So that's one I'm definitely looking out for uh, on this card. Um, next fight up then let's talk about Martin Ngoin uh, against uh, Ila Fremenov. Uh we look we all know about Martin at this stage 19 fights into his career 33 years of age 10 big KOs he's big power uh, last time out he got a big knockout against Kareel Garbets uh, but it was two knockouts himself before that uh, Jae Won Kim who we will be talking about a little bit later, and in Tan Lee as well, who is uh, the champion at the moment and was very impressive on the last card. Um, but like that says an awful lot, I think, about uh, Ingwen. Like all of his fights since 2018, what, one, two, three, four, five in a row, have all been knockouts. Two of himself get knocked out and three of other lads <laughs> get knocked out. I think that says a lot about him. He faints, stalks, and counters. If you, you know, the three things to say about him are that faints, stalks, counters, good leg kicks, um, kicks to the legs and the head, but maybe throws too many head uh, kicks. Maybe throws too many kicks and doesn't throw enough with his hands. I would think he's a good jab and he's a good right hand and he's he can throw all the shots. He can throw all the kicks. He can throw all the punches. He can do it all. I I just think. The variation, as I talked about earlier, not enough. The um, the amount of strikes thrown from the hands, especially, not enough. And I th- I think speed is another issue that Nguyen has. I don't think he's the fastest in the world, especially when you're playing that um, counter striker role. You need to be damn damn fast, especially when you're fighting a guy like a guy like Tan Lee or Jaehun Kim. Is Freeman off like that? Um, It'll be interesting to see. He has very strong kicks too. Solid counter right hand. All about power. Throws big, big power. Throws in combos way more than Nguyen. Switches stances. Throws off front kick. I love his front kicks. Great clinch as well. And the elbows from it. Uh, he's 10-1 and one in his career. Uh, this is his first fight uh, with one championship. He was fighting over in the MMA series. Uh, watched a couple of his fights over there as much as I could find them. And 
very, very impressed uh, with him. You know, uh, eight knockouts in those ten wins and two decisions. So he's not, you know, he's by no means are they throwing Martin Ingwin in here with with some up and coming wrestler or anything like that. He's very much a striker, and uh, I think this will be a striking matchup. And Freemanov is the type of guy who might bring the best out of Martin Ingwin. You know, because I said he doesn't throw his hands enough. Well, Freemanov will be coming in there throwing his hands and will be giving Martin Ingwin plenty of opportunities to counter him. So. <laughs> it's uh I think it's a tough fight and I, I'm you know if you ask me for my pick I'm I probably picking Freeman off here to win this. But it's it's a fight, you know, we we used to always talk about Rampage Jackson or even Nathan Diaz now saying, Oh, why are you putting him in there wrestlers? Why are you putting him in there with this sort of fighter, that sort of fighter? And I think for Martin Wayne, this is a sort of fighter that you would want to put him in there, you know? If you put Rampage in there against I don't know, uh whose name a uh, light heavyweight striker at the time, Shogun. You know, it'd be perfect. But you put him in there against, I don't know, uh, Rashad Evans, and he's going to take him down. We didn't know him once that. But this is not that. This is the, the striking matchup I would think. Now, Freemanov, you know, it's not like he can strike, <laughs> strike either. Uh, he, he's coming out of Russia. And, uh, you know, all them lads can wrestle over there, as we know. But I think it will be a striking matchup. I think Freemanov will maybe have too much... Uh, power for him, maybe too much gas in the tank as well, um, and I think he will win this fight. But I think it'll be very, very fun. Another fight which I think will be um, will be fun, but not maybe. It was maybe the negative of the the positive I just gave you is uh, Timothy Natsukin against Halil Amir. Uh, Amir definitely more of a wrestler than uh, than Freemanov is. Uh, against, you know, Timothy Natsukin, who we know as this, you know, um, power striker that draws you into a war. Now, if Amir get draws into a war, uh, draw, uh, drawn into a war even, it'll be a very different fight <laughs> than what I'm about to describe. But I've watched a bit of Halina Amir, a very strong wrestler, gets that, you know, the, the handcuff, gets the ground and pound. Um, he just hauls lads around the ring by by the hips. Um He's, but he's only a better striker, actually, as well. That's one, the one thing. I'm watching him, right, after watching some of him going. I see, you see the leg kicks. You see the lovely southpaw uh, left hand. You see the knees that he throws. But then you see he's wrestling as well. And you think, right, if the fight is on the feet, I think Halil Amir is going to be the favourite. And I think he'll probably still win. But there's more of a chance of getting drawn into that fight by Natsukin. If you're on the feet, you know, obviously you're going to get drawn into a war on the feet if you're on the feet. Then if obviously he went for the wrestling. Now, which will he do? Uh, I'm very interested to see that. If I was him, if I was his coach, I would be saying going in there and take Natsukin down. You know, uh, Timothy's a good fighter and, and he it's not like he's bad takedown defense or anything like that. But he, you know, he can be taken down. You know, um, he's lost his last two fights in a row as well. Going, this is a big fight for him, an absolutely massive fight for him. Amir is seven and zero in his um, in his first fight in the UFC. Obviously, the the highest level he's he's fought yet, and I would be very interested to see if he's been nervous first of all, but also like, will he want to impress? Will he want to go out there and go right? They're putting me in with Natsuk, and do I have to strike with him? Do I have to? Do I have to go out there and earn that 50 k, baby, fifty uh, g's, baby? Even um, so, I don't know. I don't know. I'm very interested to see how he fights. 
Either way, I do think he will win, but I think if he goes for the the wrestling um, game plan, I think he'll win e- easier, to be honest, and uh, looking forward to seeing it. Those are all the MMA fights on that one championship card, the Amazon Prime 2 card. You know, it's pr- pretty good. It's not, not bad. There's some very good talent there, some very good up-and-comers, and obviously some guys uh, and uh, and ladies that we know <laughs> very, very well as well uh, with Angela Lee and, and Stamp and, and Jing Nang, obviously, in that uh, trilogy uh, as well. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I will leave it there. My name is Sean Sheehan for SureDog.com, and I'll see you all next time.